0: if you've watched the race you know why this song is on carlos sainz won ferrari won for the first time this season finally it happened you know i predicted an amazing end of the season for ferrari i could sense it i didn't know it was gonna come this quickly but finally we can say it we have our first victory of the season and it's my team who's done it Welcome guys to another episode of the podcast today we're going to talk about the Singapore Grand Prix and what a race I haven't been distressed by a race in a really long time I know I've said that two weeks ago about Monza but obviously this time it's not the same we were fighting for the win without Red Bull being there and we got it Ferrari got it finally I couldn't believe it I couldn't think we would be the first team to beat Red Bull this season I feel so proud. I feel so happy. I know a lot of people are going to say, relax, calm down. You just won a race out of, I don't know how many we've had so far and that's it. But I don't think you know what it means to us, to Ferrari fans, especially after, after the start of the year, it's been a tough year so far. And just to have a smooth weekend, to be on top from start to finish, we've dominated every single session this weekend from free practice to the race and to be the one to break red bull's run i mean it's a taste of victory i like it's what i live for that's why i like f1 um but what what a weekend it's been and What an amazing weekend from Carlos. He's always been seen a bit like the second driver behind Leclerc. Leclerc's always been a bit also pushed because of his... He was part of the Ferrari Academy and stuff. It's been since we've come back from the break. Carlos has just been on a run. He's just been performing so well. And we've seen it again this weekend. He's dominated all session. He's been much faster than Charles all throughout the weekend. And what he's done in the race it was so smart it was so delivered well it was just perfection we were so close to losing but that makes it even better that's why it makes the victory even better so many things to talk about it's so far the best race of the season i can't think anybody can deny that it started quite quietly i'd say the first thing was a bit slow nothing was really happening much and then it just went on from there and this finish was crazy crazy but if we look at step back and see how the weekend started Ferrari has been dominating the free practice on Friday Red Bull always seemed a bit far behind and not really for a specific reason and I thought you know what on Saturday on the quali they'll probably be back at it we have a chance but I think they'll probably still be back at in the top position and then Saturday came and Verstappen and Perez both got knocked out in Q2. Verstappen started 11 on the grid, Perez 13. And that was the first shock, I think, of the weekend to see no Red Bull in Q3. Especially Max. I think it happened to Sergio before, but not having Max in Q3 was like, what the hell is going on here? With normal conditions, there was nothing happening. No red flags, no raining, nothing. It was just on, on pace. They were not there. And that's why I was i started to feel okay we got a chance someone got a chance it's either us or mercedes and carlos got poor in front of lando norris and and charles and i could sense it i could sense it but you know when you don't want to believe something's like i was like okay i don't want to have to i don't want to like start dreaming and have these high expectations and stuff and then we crush it down you know because we've seen ferrari we know ferrari they get it wrong in the most stupid way sometimes So I was keeping my expectation a bit low because I was like, I don't want to be disappointed. So Sarah, let's see. It's good. You're starting on poor. It's a street circuit. So we already kind of knew Red Bull were not going to be able to make it to the victory unless something major happened. Because around Singapore, it's so hard to like overtake and grid position is is so important. So we already kind of knew Red Bull was a bit out of the equation for the victory, but I see this has a good pace. I think McLaren was in between ferrari as well so it, it it was set up to be an exciting good race aston martin only had one driver, or landstraw had had to roll out of the race after his his accident in in quali and i think we kind of knew like aston was a bit at the back really of of that mid-grid battle so they weren't really in that mix for the victory that set up the premises of the race and I think what also made it interesting is, obviously, in the, last, in the last sector, they changed the layout of the circuit. They got rid of three or four, cor- four corners, and it was just a straight line. So they removed a bit errors for mistakes. So we were expecting, I think, less safety cars than usual at this track. All these combined together, and, you know, the different strategies, Red Bull starting on the hard tyres, Leclerc starting on the soft compared to all the rest of the top grade starting on media. It was a good combination for an exciting race. And Ferrari just did it to perfection. They had their strategy on point. Obviously, it has gone wrong in certain aspects, but overall, they had it in hand. And I think Carlos did an amazing job at backing up the field and never actually going full pace, to never allow someone to have the undercut. Possibility Keeping the pack all together with no big gaps just to make sure you know if you pit early you'd actually be sent way at the back of the pack that it would actually ruin your race more than a- allowing you to do an undercut. And just being able to do that without putting himself in danger of even if Charles was second in the first ten, so kind of protecting each other but still we had the Mercedes behind, Russell was behind Charles, we had the McLaren so it was a lot of manage When the first safety car came out, on paper, I think it was planned amazing because Carlos had a bit of time. You know, he had five, six seconds ahead of Charles, giving Ferrari the opportunity to double stack without losing too much time for Leclerc. But I think Leclerc took it a bit too far. And that's where the first point, the strategy messed up a little bit. And he lost a few places to Russell and Norris because he had to, to wait for traffic that was going through the pit. And to be fair, from then on, I think his race just went a bit nowhere for Charles. He never really had the pace on the second stint in the hards. He was dropping, never really could stay with the Mercedes. I did feel a bit for him because, you know, he did what he's been told and it, it just didn't work out exactly like the way Ferrari probably would have planned it on the other hand it worked amazingly for Carlos he stopped on the safety car we're back at at the front was much more under pressure from Russell in the second stint on the hard tires but still able to really manage it properly manage his tires without going too fast really managing his pace I think we could see it you know like Russell was like he's going so slow he's just holding the pad It was done in such a good way for him to manage his tyres and let them go to the end. Without allowing Russell to be too close to attack him, keeping him in that GRS zone with enough distance for him to be able to manage his race. That was amazing. I'm not going to lie when I say the virtual safety car. I knew Ferrari was not going to stop. What would have happened if Carlos stopped? Mercedes probably would have stayed out. At least with one of the cars, probably Russell. That was second at the time. And then gain the track position. And we all know how hard it is to overtake. And how important track position is. Ferrari had no choice just to let Carlos out. And hope it's going to work out. They didn't have new tyres. Mercedes had it. And they played it well. They went on a new set of medium. And that's where the race started. I was so stressed. There were 20 laps to go. And at the pace they were catching Leclerc. I thought, you know... It looks like it's going to be a Mercedes win. I I imagine it in my head. I was like, we led every single lap of this fucking race and we're going to lose it in the end. And it's the only time Red Bull is not here. Only time we don't have Red Bull to care about. And it might be the only chance this season. I mean, there is still seven races to go. I'd be surprised if we see another race where Red Bull is this much off the pace. Maybe... They'll have incident, maybe they'll have mechanical issues, you you never know. But just on pace to be this far away, I think it was a bit of a one-off. So I was like, this is our chance, guys. We've led this race, we've managed it so well so far. Carlos has been amazing so far. Are we going to lose it just on this virtual safety car? I had a bit of hope Leclerc was going to back up Russell and Hamilton a little bit. They just passed through him so quick. Looking how easily they passed Charles, I don't think it's going to be much more difficult to pass Lando and and Carlos. The only hope I had was obviously Lando being in between, but I could see them steal it from us. I could see it and I was like, I don't want to watch this happening. I cannot watch this happening. I think that's the most brilliant drive Carlos has done. Letting Lando in his DRS less than one second to help Lando defend, that made him win the race. If the Mercedes went past Lando super quickly, Carlos was going to be next. Our last hope was Lando. Him holding up the Mercedes was the only hope for us to get to that victory. And the way they worked together, Carlos helping Lando by giving him the DRS so he could defend, was just so smart. Carlos wasn't going to put five, six seconds to Lando. He didn't have the pace in the end. I don't think he did with his tires. So this is the... The best thing he could do. This is the cleverest thing he could have done. And it just worked out perfectly. Lando defended so well. I feel a bit bad for Russell when he ended up in the wall in the last lap. He was getting too frustrated. You could sense it since the start. He was always on the radio. Like, guys, we can win this. What should we do? Carlos is just backing us up. There was a bit of tension and, and he just couldn't manage it in the end. But what a final. What a finish It was crazy. Like, I don't think I've seen a finish that tight in a really long time. How Carlos got that victory. To me, it's his best victory of his career. I know people say always are the first win. Obviously, is special. I agree. But the way he went for this one, he's used everything he can to make it happen. was just incredible. I haven't been this proud of the team for so long. I had tears watching it. I was like, yes, finally! Finally, we have it. We're winning. You know, I'm so proud we're the first ones to beat Red Bull this season. If someone told me four months ago, Ferrari would be the team to win this season and to be the first one to beat the Red Bulls, I wouldn't have believed it. At some point, Silverstone, we were so far away. Even Zandorf was a bit of a horrible race for us. Since Monza, it's just fallen back into place. And here, it's been so unexpected Because if you look at those tracks, Monza and Singapore are so different. It's a completely different layout, completely different setting for the car. And nobody expected, even Fred was saying, it's probably not going to be a good track for us. Nobody expected Ferrari to win this weekend, even to be close to the top position. And that in the championship is a huge step because only one Mercedes finished the race. And now we're only 24 points behind them for the second place of the Constructor championship it's going to be a fierce battle until the end of the season for the last seven race is i think it's going to be a fierce battle between these two teams for the second we're on a good run it's going to be hard to keep it because we see mercedes has a really good pace but we're on a good run and even if we don't have the fastest car in terms of race pace we might not be the best of, of that mid-grade fight just having a weekend like this where we get everything together, everything's working, and we get all of it right, we can do it. After this horrible start of the season, to finish second in the, in the Constructors, that would be like a mini victory for us. And can I dream that we might win another race? If we look at the race results, so signs first in front of Norris, Lewis finished third after Russell crashed in the last lap in front of Leclerc. Then Max actually finished fifth. Max, if you give it another lap, Max would have finished in front of Leclerc. So the the pace of the Red Bull in the race wasn't that bad. The safety car played a lot against them because it came so early in the race for their strategy that they couldn't stop. They had to go much longer for their strategy to work. So even with that, this Max still finished fifth. I think the pace came back a little bit on, on Sunday. Still, obviously... A few weeks ago, he was finishing first with a 22nd gap to the second guy. So it's a huge step back. It's a bit weird because nobody really understands why and nobody really can explain it. Pierre Gasly finished six. Piastri on the other McLaren finished seventh in front of Perez. Lawson finished nine, his first point in F1. And I'll bet you he's going to be on the grid next year. He's done an amazing work. Especially around Singapore, he's a track he's never raced at in really harsh conditions. It's a street circus, the smallest mistake and you're out of it in seconds. Finishing ninth, you know, yesterday he qualified in Q3. He's doing an amazing job. I wonder what's going to happen. He's replacing Daniel. They're saying Daniel might be fit to come back in either Qatar or Austin. See what happens then. I think he he has really high chances to get a seat next year. Maybe at Williams. I mean, Sargent Sor- is, is a bit nowhere. He's not delivering anything. If you compare it to Albert, will he just stay at Alpha maybe with with Daniel next year? It's a bit of a gamble, but the way he's been performing is quite impressive. So I'd expect him to see him on the grid next year. That's a wrap for that race. It gives us a bit of a glimpse of what if Red Bull wasn't there, or what if Red Bull wasn't dominating and was you know with with the others in that fight, with the McLarens, the Ferraris, the Mercedes, it would have been such an intense season. We can't take away what they're doing and what they're achieving. It's amazing. It just gives us what it would have been like. And I'm actually so glad that the fight for the second best is so tight. And it keeps on changing, almost from one race to another. That constant battle between the three of them, I think Aston Martin now is a bit left behind. I don't think they're going to catch up. The battle between these three is so intense. That's what is making this season interesting. So let's see if, if we're going to get another, another victory of a non-Red Bull card this year. They have a few races to give it a shot. It's going to be difficult. I think this one was a bit of a, a surprise to everyone. We didn't expect it. But we can finally say Red Bull is not going to win all races this season. Achievement. Achievement, guys. We're heading off to the next Asia stop next week, straight away. Next week is Japan, Suzuka. One of my favorite circuits. I can't wait for it. I don't think it's going to be as intense as what's happened in Singapore, but Suzuka is always a good race to watch. Thanks for listening. Subscribe if you want to know when the new episode comes out next week, and I'll speak to you next week. Bye.